Hey everybody, welcome to the Evoke Bike Podcast. I'm your host, Brendan Hausler. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. These short 8 to 15 minute podcasts cover a wide range of topics to help you get faster. Whether you're looking to win a national championship, finish Leadville, crush Tulsa Tough, get on a Gravel Worlds podium, or simply drop your friends. If we've never met, I'm the co-founder and president of Evoke Bike. I've been coaching athletes since 2010, and I've trained with power for over 150,000 miles. I've also won three Masters National Championships, but I'm mostly proud of my nearly 100 Pro 1 podiums simply because it shows my consistency in the game and my hunger to get better for not only myself, but the Evoke community, which includes you. If you enjoy these podcasts, please leave us a review on Apple or follow and download the episodes from Spotify. And if you want to take your support to the next level, please click the support link at the bottom of this podcast where your donation will help us pay for everything that helps to keep this free podcast going. Now to the show. Hey, everybody. I had an athlete reach out after a podcast that was posted on January 1st about not getting stuck on progression, especially in base. And this guy had been emailing me a few times just about some some general tips, how to organize his schedule. He had a kind of a funky work schedule with some long days. And in trying to parse everything out, I thought that his email was really appropriate in so many ways that I wanted to share it because it shows just how easy it is to get stuck on these details and honestly almost forget about just riding the bike. He said, hey, man, you nailed it on the latest podcast. We chatted about my crappy work schedule previously, making me realize that I was doing something wrong. I was so focused on the granular level that I actually missed the fact that I was only riding eight hours a week and still feeling burned out. I do have three days off from work every week, so I made some changes and biggest one, riding endurance. I've embarrassingly never done that. Now I'm riding 10 to 12 hours a week consistently. My motivation is good. My body composition is improving. Who knew? LOL. I just did the ramp test for Landry's research project, and my threshold is near an all-time peak without doing a lot of intervals. Endurance, period. I used to feel like I was near a plateau in fitness. Now I feel like I have a lot more room to grow. My CTL is actually lower than it was when I was punching frozen beef carcasses every ride (laughs) but i know i'm stronger huge thanks keep putting out the content so the two things that really stick out to me obviously endurance we preach endurance 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 and actually my response to him was absolutely love this exclamation point endurance and consistency is king the more endurance miles you can ride the better I truly believe that the athlete that is doing three interval sessions, super structure all the time, doing sweet spot intervals on the weekend, that's going to last maybe six months. And honestly, if I even said that to someone who races a lot, I look back at my own early training and I look back at some self-coached periods in retrospect when I was adding intervals on the weekend and not even super hard ones, but, oh man, it makes me shudder to think about these like really long 90-minute tempo sweet spot. I mean, I drank the Kool-Aid. One reason why I'm anti-over-prescription of sweet spot is I tried it. I lived it. That's what Evoke is doing. We've done a lot of these different training ideas that have come up over the years. We've been here for a while. And 
in doing that, I was always burnt out after amateur nationals. And July, August, and September just kind of mailed it in. So when I really think back, I only lasted, what is it, six months. Uh, January is when we would start ratcheting things up, training races in March, April, May, and June, and I was roasted. And never, that just was the norm. Um, You know, there were people that are well known that I definitely still respect in the cycling coaching community. I just think that they are pushing intervals too much. And even if you are quote unquote time crunched, if you are riding 10 hours a week, yes, you need to go hard at times, but you need to ride endurance. The benefits of endurance riding still apply to you. No, the endurance ride does not have to be four hours. Yes, the endurance ride can be 90 minutes. Is a two-hour ride better than 90 minutes? Yes. I mean, we, we need to stop sugarcoating that fact that listen to not only me, listen, maybe I'll start clipping from all the podcasts we've done with these ridiculous athletes that volume is important. And you might sit there and say, well, they're pros. This is their job. This is what they have to do. Correct. But they're, we're talking, they're doing 20 plus hour weeks. If you are training eight hours a week and you change it to nine, that is a 12.5% increase in your training over an entire year. That is massive. Now think about, okay, let me make a big leap. Let me go from nine hours to 11 or 12 hours. And you might say, hey, where the hell am I going to find two more hours in a day? You know what? Get up a little bit earlier. Add 20 minutes on a few different rides. That's an hour. You know, there are so many ways to do this. And and I'm I'm chirping back with a lot of like devil's advocate things. People are like, oh man, you just ride all the time. You like this, you can't put a podcast out about being crunched for time. You were not there when I was running a medical device distributorship. I was super crunched for time. And I was up super freaking early. I was in a tra- on a trainer in my basement. I was riding after work. I was driving extremely fast home from work to get on the bike. I had all my stuff laid out like there. I don't want to hear that. Don't make excuses about your schedule. Figure it out. If you want to be good at this, if you don't, then that's cool. I mean, I'm just trying to give you realistic tips and I'm a little fired up from this cup of coffee, but I want, I want to be real with you. I think there's a lot of sugar coating. Like it's okay. It's okay, Joey. Just no, just do 90 minutes. Yeah. Someone else. I have plenty of athletes that are banging out for our rides indoors on Zwift and they're like, yeah, it's not horrible. I, oh, the mental freshness is what I always check in on. How are you doing with this? Like, is this breaking at all? They're like, no, I'm hungry as hell. I did a six-hour ride on a trainer in my basement before. Like, watched a lot of Law & Order that day. Would I do it again? No, because I got off and I was like, damn, that kind of sucked. Don't want that. But the fact that I got on and wanted it made me realize how hungry I was for that upcoming season. So, With the reduction of intervals and more endurance, this guy is now riding more consistently and hitting 10 to 12 hours a week. That's amazing. Motivation is good. Body composition, no surprise, is getting better because he's riding more and he has an improved threshold. Landry had a research project and that's what he's referring to. Uh, If you helped out with Landry's project, super thank you for that. CTL, it is not the end-all be-all. It is not even really race readiness. It can get you in the ballpark of some ideas. It's just CTL, for a lot of reasons that we talked about in different podcasts, is way overblown. And 
I don't even use it as a metric. Really, I've maybe my, I know mine is high because I ride a lot. I think it's only, you know, it's not even like the best relative measurement. I was in, I was gonna say in like, hey, I raced well at eighty. How do I race when I'm at ninety? There's so many other variables that go into that. And I posted a YouTube video about a year ago of how depending if you have some funky rests or overloads, it sort of skews it. Um, it. It doesn't tell the whole story. So CTL is not race readiness. That's the bottom line there. So wrapping it up, ride your bike, ride endurance, try doing less intervals. Don't go super hard all the time. If you're going super hard, make sure you're actually going super hard, not sweet spot hard. And I'm not against sweet spot. I'm against the overprescription of it. I'm against the lack of variety that athletes dislike. Uh, that when people just get into a groove of doing the same workout over and over again, that's going to have you hit that plateau that this guy was talking about. Good luck with your training. Have an awesome week. Let's freaking go.